Whoa, 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 are you revving a Hellcat engine, or are you preparing me a Hailey Bieber Choco Monkey smoothie, Ty? Actually, Eric, I'm doing both. I may be blending in the back of the Maybach, but if you have this blender, you can blend anywhere. Wait a minute, you're telling me that this blender is battery-powered and portable and lasts up to 15 blend cycles? Hell yeah, brother, it lasts longer than me. This is the Blender 2, and it's better than a girlfriend. Well, our breadheads don't have either, but they can use code BREADHEAD12 on blendjet.com to get 12 inches off this BJ and start blending in the bathtub. Taking baths sounds a bit too zesty for me. By the way, this thing has free shipping and colorways that are giving me an insurrection. Well, that's right, guys. It comes in strawberry, mega smoothie red, Pixar illegal alien green, and LG BLT pride rainbow. Whether you want to blend in or stand out, get your 12 inches off at blendjet.com. Code BREADHEAD12. <laughs> That's right, <laughs> breadheads. Blendheads. We are a Blendjet <laughs> podcast now. This is the, the only podcast exclusively about portable blenders. Uh, I always look forward to hearing like what sound effect you're going to make when you join the pod that we don't cut out ever. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm happy to see that you're uh, moistening you know, your, your, your moneymaker. I got got to lube the bank account. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Good afternoon, Ty. Good afternoon, breadheads. Good afternoon, the good folks over at Blendjet. (laughs) Shout out to Blendjet. We are Blendjet ambassadors. If you didn't already know that, uh, (laughs) use our code BREADHEAD12 to get 12 inches off your portable blender. You never realize that you need. A blender everywhere you go, Eric, until you are in the back of the pickup truck and you're on the road, you're heading to the job site, and you know you're getting Subway for lunch, but what are you having for breakfast? Nothing. You didn't have time to blend up a smoothie. <laughs> Boom. Enter the Blendjet 2. Enter the Blendjet 2. Wow. That's a, uh, I'm just picturing like a, um john cena-esque soundtrack playing while the blender like steps out into the ring mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like taken on and it's going to be taken on like the magic bullet for like small blender supremacy <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah who is the girl the, in small blenders do you remember the days of like uh tv ads for like very novel but like seemingly like obvious and useful um, like kitchen appliances, like the slap chop. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, there's definitely an era where those types of utilities got more airtime than they probably should have. Like the slap chop is known <laughs> by more, is a name spoken in more households than our good friends at Aesop. Yeah, you're Aesop, right. slap chop, they sound the same, but for some reason, slap chop has a better reputation. Maybe not better, but larger. <laughs> larger for sure. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. There was a time where like you would like turn on the TV, you'd be watching like Friends or something, and then you'd get a commercial that is like, like stop using a knife, you fucking idiot. <laughs> like, it's like very aggressive. Like, why would you ever use a knife ever again? Just you know, put your onion onion inside of this plastic sphere and slap it, and you're done. 
And then mm-hmm. you would watch it and be like, wow, I'm such an idiot for using traditional anything. And then, you know, you would order it. I think the blend yeah, too is like, it's it falls in that category, but we've applied like millennial branding to it instead of like TV guide branding. Yeah, because you can get it in woke Olaf white. Um, <laughs> but it also has like, a price point and a feature set that you wouldn't expect. And like, cause most of the times with your traditional as seen on TV product, it's usually some, it's a very simple device being pushed as, as like an innovation. Usually mm-hmm. it's by like some nasally neurotic white guy. And they're like, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm still using cellophane. I see, <laughs> you know? Yeah, you're right. And so what is the blend then? So is it like, is it novel or is it just a, three percent improvement on the blender dude it's it's the perfect improvement on the blender they t- it's the same thesis as apple snip the cord baby <laughs> <laughs> this is Holy the airpod shit. pro of blenders <laughs> it's the airpod one actually dude it's it like is. it's the perfect case study of an mvp if you think about it mm-hmm. minimum viable blender <laughs> mm-hmm. so i don't know what they'll get rid of next on it uh, but like their passion for reductivism, I'm really aligned with. Yeah, sure, they it, make like the blender look like Buzz Lightyear, and I have some problems with that. But like Apple's had some bad colorways in the past too. Mm-hmm. But you know what? They um, it's perfect because they snipped the cord, but then they added like the most recognizable feature that indicates portability, and that is the wrist strap. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> like, <laughs> what are you strapping your blender to? <laughs> Dude. Like your hiking backpack, like you know, like oh, yeah, is, I... it, is it dangling <laughs> off the back of your backpack while you're hiking up like Seymour? Damn, you got all these like REI homies with their like blender on a carabiner stuck to their their hiking bag. That's so mm-hmm. cool. You got like the climbing shoes on one side, the blender on the other. Yeah, <laughs> I'm making it's... soup at the at the mountain peak. Mm-hmm. I can literally hear it right now as I picture it. It's like the tin snow peak mug, like mm-hmm. carabined onto a, a backpack. It's just clanging around as you hike. Like I can mm-hmm. hear it perfectly because I've been that guy. <laughs> and also I've seen it every single time I hike. And now I'm just going to like, one day I'll walk by and I'll see like um, a leopard print blender <laughs> instead. <laughs> it's actually, this is a brilliant use case for the Blendjet to go to blendjet.com to purchase because Eric, uh all you need when you're going hiking is you need your uh mega red or or maybe maybe (laughs) they have like a maybe you could try the urban camo color if you're a hiker Mm -hmm. all hikers the liberal cuck blue yeah no actually though all hikers love turquoise i don't know if you've noticed this yes but i've never done a trail and not (laughs) encountered like some sort of either a full turquoise fit or like an older white woman with a turquoise puffer. Oh, hundred percent. And we both know Ty, Ty is a trail slut on this podcast. So mm-hmm. he's, he's on the, on the trails frequently. And you're right. Whenever I go, I always see like the most heinous color combinations of on hikers, like, like a olive green with like a neon red. Yeah. Pant. You know what I mean? And there's like yellow like boots. It's like, yeah. why why not just like coordinate a little bit better? Like, why do you have to, why do you insist on being so high vis? It's crazy because you like go into <laughs> nature to appreciate the natural beauty of it. And mm-hmm. then you walk in like the most out of place looking alien. 
Like I would think mm-hmm. that most hikers are colorblind if I didn't know that they were enjoying the natural beauty and scenery. Mm-hmm. But it's not their fault because like MEC only carries turquoise. <laughs> That's true. It yeah. really is. Yeah, being perpetuated by the markets. But mm-hmm. I do like yeah. getting some trailhead and I do <laughs> like bringing my blender with me. So here's here's the move, Eric. Circling this back strap the um, urban camo or teal that matches the REI puffer blender to your bag. All you need is your life straw and a pack of Greek yogurt. And you head <laughs> up the hill, grab some mystery berries from a tree or two, use your life straw to scoop some glacial swamp water from the peak, <laughs> put all that in the blend jed too. Baby, you got yourself a mountaintop smoothie. Wow, that is incredible. I wonder if it's like powerful enough to grind coffee beans because like I can see like a fourth wave dork bringing up like a bag of <laughs> uh roasted in Montreal fourth wave coffee mm-hmm. and then their blend jet too and then like you know making a fresh ground cup of coffee <laughs> on the mountaintop <laughs> with <laughs> their so like cool. aeropress. Ah. This concept of mountaintop meal making was stimulating some ideas in my head. I was like, oh, what if you made like a Subway sandwich at the top and you like gathered the ingredients as you like went there? And I was like, oh, damn, Ty, that's just a picnic. <laughs> like, oh. But it's also foraging. I, in theory, you could forage an entire <laughs> foot long with the exception of the bread mm-hmm. if you went veggie sub. Oh, wait, the sauce. Who am I kidding? I'm dreaming. Well- you're dreaming yeah but sauce packets take up next to no weight in the backpack so even Mm -hmm. for our ultra light uh crowd out there you know it doesn't matter because you know pack packing like two you know just take one gel out (laughs) take Mm -hmm. one carb gel out of your backpack and substitute that with like three mayo packets and you know you're good to go yeah just bring one less water bottle uh yeah if, if, i don't know if hikers are like you and i eric and they're carrying around their pocket hot sauce for any like uh <laughs> sneaky links i guess <laughs> situations i don't want to incriminate when, myself <laughs> whenever i think of sneaky link i always think of like like a sausage link and like <laughs> like a, like the forbidden sausage link or something and it's like you're not allowed to have this but you store it in your car for when like Right before you, like, right after you park your car after work and before you come mm. home to your wife, it's like, I'm going to eat some sausage just to, like, you know, bring me some joy in my sad life. Right, right. It's like the illegal pistol in the glove compartment. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Most wow. rappers get arrested for it, but you, you're just getting chastised. It's like, I need you to lay off the sausage, Eric. <laughs> yeah. For, uh, for a podcaster, I think about buying a gun way more often than I should. <laughs> comes with the territory. It comes with the territory. We got other podcasts coming for our next tie, and I do fantasize often about keeping uh, the sticky loaded in the glove mm-hmm. compartment, um, just in case, you know, something, some road rage happens. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think about that, too. As a Toyota Matrix driver, um, it's really easy for larger vehicles to be aggressive with me because they know I can't push them around the road. Mm-hmm. So I need a little mm-hmm. extra firepower, a little extra muscle, if you will. And sometimes exactly. in order to get my point across in roadside disputes. Yep, exactly. 
I think um, I've realized this slowly over the last like couple months, but it is like being bullied on the road is a real thing. And mm -hmm. I can only imagine that Toyota Matrix, you are a prime suspect. I also get bullied on the road currently with what I'm driving because it's an older vehicle. And so I realized like I need when I buy a car, which I'm trying to do right now, I need to buy something that either is expensive or looks expensive. Mm -hmm. Because I think there's like a hidden there's like an unwritten rule on the road it's like if your car is more expensive then you get the right of way mm -hmm. and that is the rule wow <laughs> like you ever see a ferrari and you just like stop and you, and you let it go it's like there is that's the most extreme example but even if it's like you know a close one it's like okay you got a g-wagon so you you get to go first mm -hmm. after you it's the basically the rich guy equivalent of like being yeah. an emergency service <laughs> yeah exactly it's the it's the concierge uh feature you know mm -hmm. it's like it's like I, I i get like some special benefits just for having money mm -hmm. and i'm trying to unlock that in my life so Damn. that's that's my main criteria right now i need to look fast and expensive i love that for you i never realized that vehicles based off of their my perceived their perceived cost but i absolutely do that I'm, i think most people do so i learned something about myself today eric thank you i feel like the <laughs> exception to that like the civilians get out of the way for the g-wagon but i think like the more expensive your car gets the more likely the 12 is going to want to pull you over so mm -hmm. you do incur a little bit of risk there and oh wow i just connected some dots eric let me connect them for you this has nothing Please. to do. This is we're going 180 degrees from where we just talked. Okay. The reason why police officers love going to subway is because they get to talk to somebody aggressively through a pane of glass. It feels just <laughs> like work. It's just <laughs> like when they pull someone over. It's like, I'm going to tell you what to do. And I'm going to do so by peering over some glass. Interesting. Interesting. I They're think, so um... comfortable there. It's comfort right it's home yeah yeah exactly much like visitation you know mm -hmm. you're like what there's a clear power dynamic <laughs> and you're yeah. talking through a glass it um, is kind of like visitation when i go in there because like it's always the same <laughs> person behind the glass for all i know they never <laughs> left for all i know they're they're trapped behind the glass yeah. ty and and they're forced to their community service is to make sandwiches for people. Yeah. From my vantage point, I can't tell how they get out from back there. <laughs> <laughs> I know. All I see them do is like go into the back office and then come into the sandwich creation mm -hmm. area. Um, mm -hmm. Oftentimes, you know, we'll catch them dragging a huge pile of trash out the door. And mm -hmm. I like to think of that as uh, recess. <laughs> Yeah, that's time out in the yard. <laughs> exactly. Wow. Yeah, so cops do have a power trip whenever they go. You know what? I, ha I went on like a 10-minute drive last night to pick up Bay from work. It's like five minutes there, five minutes back. And I saw four cops. Wow. This is the suburban life that I did not sign up for, Ty. I see more cops in the suburbs than in the slums of downtown uh, Eastside. Interesting. Well, that you're... There's no money for a police budget in the slums, I guess. Yeah, no one wants to, like, risk dying at work, I guess. I guess not. They all want cushy suburban beats. Yeah, exactly. And like, I think you're right about... Stuff. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, I think you're right about 
nicer cars getting pulled over because I I did drive by one that was pulled over and there was it was like a new Mercedes like AMG and then I was like damn like I literally just looked at that car on Facebook Marketplace mm-hmm. <laughs> and I like saved it <laughs> that could have been you man that could have been me <laughs> so cool yeah but that tells me that I'm on the right track though mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah so listen to this Eric <laughs> I just wanted to share this with you because it's really exciting for me, but a brand new subway is opening next to my apartment. (laughs) It's been under construction for a couple months, and just recently the signage went up, and the brand new subway stools were placed by the window. We're only a few weeks out, maybe even days from grand opening. This will be the closest commercial business to my apartment when it opens. (laughs) I literally cannot go spend money anywhere closer wow so you're gonna be like getting like whiffs of bread throughout the day like imagine mm-hmm. the summer when you have the windows open you know what i mean the doors wide open and then like mm-hmm. on a hot summer day you got like herbs and cheese baking over like just down the street and mm-hmm. gonna waft right into your apartment <laughs> yeah it's really gonna be stirring up some unwanted cravings yeah really enough to make anyone go crazy Hmm. like why am i getting bricked up to that bread smell right now but uh i'm hoping eric that i can figure out their opening plan and then be the very first customer how cool would that be because i guarantee you like not only is it the first subway sandwich made by that sandwich artist but it would be the first subway sandwich in that establishment so we get a totally fresh perspective on what it's like to figure out how to make a sandwich they're just yeah. they're going to be figuring it out together with me. True, so do the you truest think... form of co-creation. So do you think um, it'll be that person's like first time ever making a sandwich, or will they hire experienced sandwch artists to like sub in, pun intended, for the first week? <laughs> Substitute. <laughs> I think with the rate that subways <laughs> open across the country, I don't think they can just pass artists around like that i think they're like there's a constant need it's like the military you know they always need new recruits so i'm mm-hmm. imagining it's a whole fresh face fresh faced grade of new graduates of the sandwich artist university and it's very possible that they may have never they probably have made football because it's like going to like um medical school havers. <laughs> so they <laughs> but they probably never yeah, made one for a real patient wow yeah you're right they've only it's like tattoo artists like they've only tattooed pigs <laughs> <laughs> it's like time to you know everyone yeah. has their first human <laughs> I mean, mm-hmm. yeah everyone remembers to... their first human flesh <laughs> <laughs> they put down the watermelon they're picking up the bread it's pretty yeah. it's pretty exciting i don't know what the sandwich artist equivalent is of tattooing a watermelon but I'd imagine it's like arranging books in a pile in a appealing way. Oh, for sure. Yeah. It's got to be some kind of like, um, maybe like, you know, those like micro landscaping. <laughs> it's like, a, <laughs> we have to landscape for like an aquarium, like a fish tank or like a small like thing for like a frog to live in. And mm-hmm. you gotta like, like glue a tiny little bush next to a rock. It's oh, like, yeah. I imagine it's like kind of like that. That's really, I think is what it's called. Yeah, totally. Very good for developing dexterity and understanding <laughs> the aesthetics of the assembly. 
So mm -hmm. you're absolutely right, Eric. Uh, yeah. But it doesn't teach them about how to hunt and all <laughs> oh, or gather, I guess you could say. Sandwich artists <laughs> are, are gatherers, you see. They need to get that that hand, they go wrist deep in the bucket, maybe uh -huh. elbow deep in that uh -huh. tomato bucket because they're going to try to get you the best option of the remaining tomato slices. But do you think that, that, that implies that they give a fuck though? You don't, you think your sandwich artist ever tries to gather the most red tomato? Eric, I think the challenge here is I'm working with veteran artists. They gave up a long time ago. <laughs> You've seen it all the time. They're 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 like in it. They're like a long haul artist, mm. lifers, if you will. And so they have to like they they focus their attention on not doing a good job, but doing the long job. Yeah, exactly. They're just bumming around waiting for the pension to kick in so they can retire from mm -hmm. the game but your yeah. fresh-faced intern artists they think that they can make a positive impact on the world mm -hmm. yeah they come into work every day thinking i'm gonna fucking make the best lunch for someone mm -hmm. and i'm gonna get a raise and then as soon as that first pay cycle hits and you realize wait a second i have no future here that's mm -hmm. when you like it starts to fall off yeah. Um, but yeah, that first month, I don't know if they're on a monthly schedule or a bi-weekly schedule, but we got to get in there minimum first week and um, exactly. sample the new artistry. Can I go the with you, Ty? Can we hear those that. days? Yes, I would love that. Um, <laughs> and I'm so excited to, like, to have this opportunity with a fresh artist. And yeah. it's honestly, they, I anticipate the artists will behave this way because I think that's how Big Way wants them to. They go. I know there's like a sandwich university course. I've heard rumors about it. And oh, Big Way tries to get you to drink the juice or drink the milk to go that they're, <laughs> that they're pouring. And they want you to take I think, a bite. Yeah, exactly. I'd imagine that Big Way <laughs> is telling their sandwich artists that, yes, you can change the world by making that foot-long BMT. Yes, if you slop meatballs on this bread, it will <laughs> make people happy and you will find meaning in that. So mm -hmm. they've, they've been brainwashed, essentially. Wow. Dude, I mean, we need to, we need to get in there, Ty. We got to observe. I, I'm actually really curious what other things are like new about a new subway. Like, are they going to, like, is it is it going to be like a test kitchen or something? Like... Will they implement all of their newest ideas? Like I'm thinking neon sign, uh, mm -hmm. the the pre-meditated menu. <laughs> <laughs> um, what yeah, else? Yeah, I, I know all of that. I think I think we're gonna get yeah. the the newest promotions. We're gonna get presumably fresh vegetables. Uh, I can tell fresh. you that there's no excuse. <laughs> there's no excuse, Ty, on day one to have day old vegetables because this yeah. business hasn't existed for more than a day. <laughs> it will be the worst made, best tasting foot long you've ever had. <laughs> wow. And that's, that's everything because like, don't most tattooed chefs say like, it's all in the ingredients. I think so. Which I don't believe in, by the way, <laughs> I think it's about how you use the ingredients. Hmm. I think I disagree with you. <laughs> I think it's all in the ingredients because you don't even do, you don't have to do anything sometimes. You just, you just eat a tomato. If the tomato is good, it's a good lunch. Yeah, but like, how do you make that tomato worth $45 on a, like an appetizer at a nice restaurant? <laughs> you have to do something with it. 
Yeah, exactly. Where where in the fuck is my balsamic reduction? Exactly. You better reduce the crap out of that balsamic. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So you're interested in spending $45 on a tomato slice? I do what I need to do to have a, what I perceive to be a novel experience. And you know mm. I'm all about uh, balsamic reductivism. <laughs> God damn it. Yeah, dude, we, uh, this makes me even more excited for our b- next business luncheon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Any, oh, we should update the breadheads. Any word from Shane on our, uh, <laughs> our Amex concierge support <sighs> on our reservation? Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I don't like to slander Amex publicly because of the level of service that I've been given. Um, mm-hmm. However, Shane was not able to pull any strings for us um, on this particular occasion. I think I'm five for six now on Man. fully booked rezos. Just like every girl on earth, we've been disappointed by a guy named Shane. Yeah, yeah. Some girls are like, yo, I can relate to that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out all At least Shane broken hearts. <laughs> At least Shane followed up and was like, Hey listen, I can't do this for you. Mm-hmm. Whereas like I've been known to just not do that. Mm-hmm. Simply yeah, disappear. Shane. Damn. Shane's more virtuous than uh your average podcaster. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Time to time to Shane. Um Shane. Well, how do we Okay, what are our next steps then? So are we going to dine, um, you know, on our own reservation? <laughs> I think so. I think we ask I think, someone else to handle it for us. I think we have to drop a tier. I think we have to go to Michelin Recommended <laughs> as the list and see, maybe revisit, like, resurrect the conversation with Shane and see if he can do anything for us there. And then, um, like, Bib Gourmand, ideally, but, like, if we have to just pick, like, we're just throwing a dart at a restaurant if we're just picking anything off the guide. Mm-hmm. And then I think the final call is we ask him if he can get us a reservation at any subway just to see if it's possible. <laughs> I, I do appreciate that. Um, luckily, we don't have to go through Shane again because every time you call in, there is a different um, mm. lifestyle consultant ready to help. Cool, cool. <laughs> I wonder if they have specializations. Like, this one's really good at recommending hotels. This one's really good at skincare. Yeah, I think you might be right about that. I think there is the... Okay, this is how it works. I've done some inside baseball-related research here. And I think there is, like, the call center, which has, like, people like Shane. So, utterly incompetent people. Um, but, Ty... After uh, after they receive your request, that request then goes to um, the appropriate department. And then there's mm. a department of people who do specialize in reservations or experiences or, um, you know, buying something special for someone. There's always like somebody or a team of people who is responsible for one of those things. And then mm-hmm. that request goes from Shane who collects basically all the information, timeline, you know, number of people, uh, day you know, any mm-hmm. special requests, things like that. And that goes to the next person who tries to fulfill it. Mm-hmm. And then if not, it's Shane who has to reach back out to you uh, with either a yes or no. So that is how it works. But Ty, if you are, if you are a black card member, mm-hmm. and I'm talking like 10K annual fee, <laughs> yeah, um, you get a dedicated person 
really yeah you gotta you have your own human to like do things for you wow now that's that a great amazing? Perk. your own personal everything artist exactly so imagine having a traveling sandwich artist who is like in the back seat of your range rover at all times ready to mm-hmm. you know fulfill any request yeah, they can book you. It's like if your sandwich artist could book you a flight or recommend <laughs> recommend wow. you a nice hike. Imagine your sandwich artist. Imagine trusting your sandwich artist with anything beyond your lunch. <laughs> I can't. I can't imagine that. And then, it's like it's like can you go get my car serviced? <laughs> like you return your fucking clown car to you, and it's like a sandwich stain on the passenger seat. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> Or they book it to the wrong York. They like, oh, I sent you to the original <laughs> York, not the new one. <laughs> wow. They just like, they had to, uh, you know, find a gift for your wife for your anniversary. And they just sent her a Subway gift card. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Damn. I don't think Boo would be mad. I wouldn't yeah, be. Our Boos would be mad. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> They're too close. They know too much. Yeah. On the oh, inside. Man. But. Wow. I don't, I, I'm trying to think of a task that a sandwich artist would be proficient at be that like maybe has, what do they call it? Soft skills on the resume. Transferable skills is the term transferable skills. Mm, yes. If you were, so Ty, I'll throw it at you then. If you were a sandwich artist and you just got laid off, mm-hmm. <laughs> not unlikely, not unlikely. Economy. You know what I mean? The recession is hitting sandwich artists first. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, you were told to pack up your gloves and go home. <laughs> <laughs> and now you're stuck because you can't apply to another subway. What mm-hmm. are you doing? And let's just take quizzes off the table as well. Quizzes. <laughs> no online quizzes. <laughs> no, obviously, clearly, you're not cut out for a call center job. Yeah. Well, I said Quiznos, but also call oh, center. <laughs> uh let's say well your transfer skills are um you have experience with assembly so you could uh go down to the uh smoke spewing factory and maybe assemble a assemble some tesla parts (laughs) yes you could be Uh, a cobalt miner you know what i mean yeah because you're Mm -hmm. good at wearing gloves and protective gear um but like not protective enough (laughs) Mm -hmm. you know what i mean yeah you could forage for mushrooms <laughs> and sell them at your local farmer's market which yeah. uh, which is great for you for two reasons one you're good at finding things and uh the other one is you're good at being around produce yeah you're you're good at handling produce mm-hmm. um i'm just i'm just like every time we pod ty i realize how transferable my skills are to being a sandwich artist yeah, mm-hmm. uh, you know when I worked at the grocery store because I handled produce. You did. I, you got. Uh, you got. Those aren't even transferable skills. That's like a direct skill that would help <laughs> at a subway. Yeah, it's maybe a prerequisite. Mm-hmm. Like I am able to identify a um, fresh ripe potato, <laughs> mm-hmm. and ones that are no longer edible. I'm able to do that really proficiently. Um, I'm able to, you know separate bananas if the bunch is too large things like that mm-hmm. that's no gonna impressive buy bananas. i'm yeah. impressed thank you also sliced mortadella very very thinly <laughs> damn you know when like 
uh, Europeans come in, they always ask for the mortadella to be really, really thin. Mm. And like, like my parents struggle with this because usually it's like some, you know, Canadian boy <laughs> slicing up the meats for us. They don't know what they're what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. But when I do it for someone who looks like me, Thai, I'm able to do it exactly right. And then they say, wow, that is perfect. It's I've gotten compliments on my deli slicing before. Yeah, dude, it's because everything's thinner in Europe. Everything is thinner in Europe. The cigarettes, <laughs> the people, the women, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the sandwiches, the baguettes uh, are thinner. <laughs> you know, they just they every the, the roads, mm-hmm. building the cars, mm-hmm. my four my four cylinder, mm-hmm. very thin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's really interesting. That that's very cool that you are like probably more. Um, would be more proficient if you walked into the subway right now and you challenged a subway university graduate. They literally just, they threw their cap just yesterday. They just got mm-hmm. the diploma. You two took mm-hmm. a, both stab at making a foot long based mm-hmm. off of your tenure as a podcaster, examining the genre mm-hmm. of subway and your past life as a deli worker. I think you would probably prepare a, immediately a better sandwich than them yeah i mean that's pretty safe to say you're like the virgil abloh of fashion but of sandwiches yes absolutely wow you're right um you know what i think it's because they don't hire anyone who's ever cooked before in their life Mm. like it's always like teenagers and like men (laughs) Mm -hmm. it's either a teenage girl or old man and Mm. they those people don't cook right so you need to get like literally the worst cooks. If you had a stereotype of bad cooks, <laughs> it's that <laughs> older men, like middle-aged men who like live alone, <laughs> and like teenagers, and that's totally fine. It's just it is what it is. But they need to start hiring like like marginalized women. <laughs> best cooks. Like, yeah, exactly. Best cooks. They make the best food. Soul food. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, give me, you know, yeah, give me that. Because that would that would bring it all up a notch. That would change everything, Eric. I would I'd be so hands off in that situation. Yeah, I would be like, you make it, <laughs> you just make mm, it. Take it away, mommy. Hmm. Yeah. Por favor. Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> well, Eric, I learned a lot today, um, and we have a lot to look forward to: a grand opening, a business dinner. Um, hmm. I don't know what else. I heard there's a new Playboy Cardi album in the works. Um, mm-hmm. The uh, our future partnership with Blendjet. It's gonna mm-hmm. only get better. We're gonna here. get blend. Yeah, dude. We're yeah. gonna get Blender. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck! I just uh, I I just received mine to like yesterday, Ty. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you, I am so stoked to give it a whirl, Damn. dude. Like the fact that I'm. I'm holding a blend jet in my hands is uh, amazing Surreal. feeling. And I will just tell the breadheads that I purchased this one. Um, we do have free ones on the way, but I said, you know what? Let me get one sooner. I want my blend jet ASAP. Dude, you got so, places to be and things to blend there. You can't wait around. Literally, I got places to be and things to blend at those places because mm. it's portable. You got places to blend. Exactly. For, that's a great tagline. Blendjet, you can have that one for free. It's the Blendjet too. When you have places to blend. Wow. 
Wow. Wow. Only thing we're doing here, Ty, is we're blending genres on this podcast. That's that's a fact. <laughs> but what genres? <laughs> um, let's see. Food, culture, music, matters of cultural interest. Mm-hmm. All matters of cultural interest are in this uh, melting pot. <laughs> mm-hmm. They're in this blender. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. Well, let's call it a let's call it a day. Call it a week. Let's get to the weekend. Let's you know, charge up our blenders, and hit the road. I'm juiced. I'm ready to go. <laughs> I'm juiced. All right, breadheads. Thank you for listening once again. Um, mm. We didn't we didn't talk about Young Thug doing a drug handoff in court. Mm, right. That's a big deal. Okay. Let's touch on that on Tuesday. That's a Tuesday topic. That's a big one. Okay, boys and girls, have a great weekend. Stink fresh, everyone. Ciao.